Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Before we hop into today's episode, I want to say a big thank you to everyone that joined us for last week's Navigator Summit. It was an amazing experience. We had an incredibly knowledgeable audience, which was really cool because it allowed us to do some things that we weren't able to do in past workshops, including that amazing roundtable discussion with Dr. Brett Steenbarger, Mike Bellafiore, and Anthony Chung. That was, uh, whew, yeah, fantastic. Anyway, if you didn't see it or maybe you just want to review, you can do so. Just head over to www.tier1trading.com. Click the link, uh, click the link that says Navigator Summit, and you'll be sent the recordings. They will be taken down on November 30th, so don't procrastinate. Don't waste time. Do it right now or as soon as you're done listening to this episode. Hey guys, Akil here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Thank you as always for taking a few minutes out of your day to listen to what I have to say. Uh, do me a favor, if you are a supporter of the show, if you love what I'm doing here, you like listening um, and you want to show me your support, do so by leaving me a rating or a review or both, I guess, on uh, whichever podcasting app you listen to this on, preferably iTunes. That is the best way you can show your support. I want to talk a little bit about um, really a tweet that I just saw or a Instagram post of a tweet that I just saw today and, and share my opinion because um, I think it's an interesting subject um, and uh, that's what this podcast is for, right? Unplanned rant. Um, but Stephen Burns, right, who is uh, someone that I, I highly respect in the industry. He has a website called New Trader U. He works, um, has a, a, a few good books out. I've read two of them, um, really beginner type of stuff. Um, he likes to share a lot of tweets and, and quotes and whatnot from other traders. And today he shared a tweet from Peter Brandt, who is someone else in the industry that I look up to. Peter Brandt is... Um, He's been trading since, uh, man, since the 1970s, I believe. And what's cool about Peter, what initially attracted me to Peter Brand is he was one of the first traders that I heard coming out that was really honest and it was refreshing. He was saying stuff like, hey, historically, I'm only about a 40% trader. I, whenever I enter a trade, I expect it to lose. And, you know, um, you know, there's no kind of golden chart pattern or anything like that in trading. And that was a refreshing moment for me because at the time, this is when I first found out about him, I was making that transition from magic system, million dollars a day type of deal to really trying to figure out, am I the one struggling in this trading thing or is it, you know, is there something else going on? And reading a lot of his content and listening to a lot of his his stuff made me realize that it wasn't necessarily me. I just had the wrong expectations about the market. But 
the tweet that was shared today said something interesting. He said, I've made my living since 1975 trading futures markets using charts, right? Uh, he is a, a, a classic chartist, a firm believer in technical analysis to give you some background. He says, my conclusion on chart trading is this. One, charts do not predict prices. Two, most chart patterns fail. Three, charts simply tell us where a market has been. And four, the only value in charts is for trade slash risk management. And I know a lot of you guys listening to this, you are technical analysts as well, or, or maybe you're leaning that way. Um, and initially you're probably hearing this and you're like, what? How can a technical trader say that? How can they say that charts don't matter and patterns always fail or whatever and whatnot? Um, and you'd probably assume that I'd have something, uh, some type of comeback. But you know what? I actually agree. Um, now, obviously, I can't put words into Peter's mouth and I, I can't tell you his opinion on this, but I can share a few mine. And that's what I want to do here. And we'll start with number one. Charts do not predict prices. And this is an interesting one. And a lot of this is going to be how much you want to dig into the wording and, and, and whatnot. Um, but charts don't tell you, and this is how I interpret it, charts don't tell you where price has to go, right? One of my pet peeves is that I, I really get upset. It really bothers me when, when I see um, people tweet or share stuff or even say stuff or it's like price has to go here. Price will go there. Price must go there, right? It, it's, it is a, it's offensive to the market in the way, right? In, in general, the market has one rule. It, it will do whatever it wants, whenever it wants to. It doesn't have to do anything. It's kind of like like Mother Nature, right? Tornadoes and natural disasters, right? You can't tell Mother Nature that it can't create a tsunami. Mother Nature can do whatever it wants, right? Um, so it's a little bit of offensive to think that we can control that. So when it comes to the charts, I, I don't think charts tell us that price has to go to a certain place or price will go to a certain place or price must go to a certain place. Now, this is where we can kind of dig into it when he uses the word predict prices. Um, and, and, and this is kind of I, 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 I kind of disagree with this side. I, I do think and again, it depends on how you want to word it. I think a price chart can tell you if price is going to go in a certain direction where what type of range price is likely to go into. Now, if you want to call that a prediction because it's not very specific it's and it's not really saying price has to go that way it's more of an if so instead of hey price has to go to 9230s it's more of a well if price does go higher then that 9230s area is probably going to be the next destination so again i don't i don't know whether that counts as a prediction whether he meant it that specifically but I kind of agree. It doesn't tell us where price is going to go. It just gives us an idea of if we head in that general direction, where it's likely to, I guess, end at or, or, or go to. Number two, most chart patterns fail. And I do believe in this, right? I, I think there's too much made of chart patterns. Uh, I always recommend traders uh, check out a book called The Encyclopedia of Chart Patterns by Thomas Bulkowski. It's a great book. It, it talks about it. It's an encyclopedia, so it's not really a book. You don't read it front to back, but it's a reference guide. And if you're someone that likes chart patterns, you're going to find basically every single chart pattern in that book. And there's going to be a detailed breakdown of, of everything you need to know about that chart pattern. Um, with that being said, 
I am a big, um, I'm really big on it, and you've heard me say this numerous times, right? The where is more important than the what, or the what is not as important as the where. And that means the, the, the what is the chart pattern, right? The specific thing that you're looking for in the chart, a cup and handle, a megaphone, a descending triangle, ascending triangle, double top, double bottom, advanced pattern formation, whatever you want to do it. That is the what. The where is more important. The where is the overall prediction. So the where is essentially the, the overall lay of the land. And when I first started trading, right, again, I, I was caught up in uh, everyone asked, you know, if you can go back in time, what would you change about your trading? And I always say that um, I focused too much on what to trade instead of learning how to trade. And when I say that, what I mean is I was just looking for the shortcut. I was looking for, hey, give me the pattern that makes me money. Give me the signal that makes me money. What indicator makes me money? Right? I didn't really care about learning how to analyze the market. It was rather just, you know, just give me the strategies. Give me the answer to the test. I don't want to know the, I don't want to know the concepts, right? Just give me the answer. What's the answer to number one? Okay, C, boom, put it in there. Um, and obviously that, that you know, it, it caused me to um, have a lot of missteps in my career. But I learned a lot of lessons. That's why I have no regrets on my trading career. <laughs> All the mistakes I've made eventually became lessons. They're lessons that helped me become the trader that I am today. They're lessons that helped me become the coach that I am today. Is now I can kind of tell you guys, don't do this dumb stuff. Why, Akil? Because I did it. Trust me, right? Um, but something I did was I, when I first learned about simple pattern formations, I just thought, and assume they work, right? So I learned about the AB equals CD pattern. That was easy, right? So I just got to draw a line, hit copy and paste and draw another line and then put like a sell order there. <laughs> easy, right? And I would do that and I got burnt in the market. Same thing with double tops and double bottoms. And of course, at the time before accepting blame, I would shift it and be like, oh, patterns don't work, blah, 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 blah. Um, but as I matured, as I, as I learned more about actually how to trade instead of just what to trade, I realized that, these patterns are important. Um, they do give you a lot of clues and a lot of information about the market, but they can't be the only thing. It, it can't be the only factor taken into account. So in general, right, if, 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 I were to, if you were to tell me that you're trading a specific pattern formation and, and you're just trading every single one of them, you're not having any other filters, no other type of analysis, no bias created based on uh, you know higher time frames, anything like that, structure, what have you, I would agree. I would say that you're going to bleed money in the market doing it, right? So if you're searching for the magic chart pattern, um, you're probably going to lose money. The, the power in chart patterns come from when that specific chart pattern occurs at a very specific location in the market that is aligned with your overall uh, bias about the market. That's when they become more powerful, right? It's it's uh, your normal sports example, right? It's um, I was a receiver when I played football, right? It's no different than having the greatest receiver in the world but you have no quarterback to get the ball to him, right? A receiver is pointless if you don't have someone that can get the ball to him. They can they can beat a man on their route. They can get open, right? They could be standing in the, in the end zone, wide open, no one around them. Guess what? If your quarterback can't get you the ball, you can't get it to the receiver. So the receiver is pointless. Same thing for the quarterback. If you don't have an offensive line that can block for that quarterback, the quarterback's never going to have time to throw the ball. So if you have a great quarterback with a horrible offensive line, same thing, right? So it's it's very similar, excuso me. <coughs> so unprofessional. 
Um, very similar to trading where everything has to be in a line, right? You see the magic work when you have an offensive line that can protect for your quarterback. When you have a quarterback that has the ability to throw the ball and, and throw it with accuracy and have make good decisions, and you have receivers that can go out there and catch, right? It all needs to work together to have success in professional football. Everything needs to work together. The analysis, the projection, the risk management, the actual pattern formation, the filters in trading to have a good trade as well. So I agree with that 100%. Number three, charts simply tell us where a market has been. And I agree with this, yeah. Uh, um, charts show us past performance, right? And you think about it, it's pretty obvious, right? Uh, a chart is what's happening in the market after it happens, right? So when buy and orders, uh, buy and sell orders come through, the candlestick moves after they come through, right? Is is historical representation of price. So uh, a chart is telling us what has happened in the market. Now, that, that's not pointless, right? We know that we can use past behavior to make predictions on future behavior. So it's, I, don't, and I don't think Peter is saying this either, that it's pointless, but we need to understand what the chart is. It is historical performance of what has happened. Even when we talk about backtesting and all that fun stuff, backtesting is historical performance. Backtesting doesn't tell us that something is going to work the exact same way in the future. It just gives us clues. It shows us tendencies. It shows us important levels. It allows us to look at habits where it's like, hey, when this happens or if this happens, then the probabilities say that this should happen as well, right? Same thing, think about blackjack at the casino, right? There are rules on when you should take a hit and when you should not take a hit based on what the dealer is holding, whether it's a six and above or showing a six or showing below a six or whatnot and assuming that there's a face card or a 10 underneath there. It's the same thing and um, I have another analogy on my head and I just forgot it, past performance. Anyway, we'll just keep going on. Brain fart, Akil. It's uh, just finished doing a video, so my, my brain's kind of shot. Um, but yeah, past performance allows us to make predictions about the future, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're likely to happen. It, it's all of a, it's all a game of probabilities. Um, human nature was was what I was going to tell you about. If you know, if we're walking down the street and I reach my hand out, right in a motion that looks like I'm going for a handshake, right pre-COVID, of course. Um, the response that I would expect nine times out of 10 is someone to shake my hand. You see with little kids all the time, if you put your hand in the air, right, for like a high five, nine times out of 10, they're going to give you a high five. You can you can easily make those predictions on what is likely to happen based on what is has happened in the past, but doesn't mean it's always going to happen. No, maybe the kid doesn't see you. Maybe the kid's in a bad mood. Maybe the person, maybe it's COVID and the person doesn't want to shake your hand, right? It doesn't mean that's going to happen for sure. Last one, number four, the only value in charts is for trade slash risk management. And in general, risk management is something that is not talking, talking, talking about, spoke about, talked about, whatever you want to say. It's not talked about enough in trading. And um, a great quote that I've always heard from, from many great traders out there is that a good trader is a great risk manager. A good trader is a great risk manager. And that's all we're, we're essentially doing. We're, we're playing probabilities and we're playing those probabilities with good risk management. So, you know, Jason Greystone says all the, this all the time about his preferred strategy, right? He has a preferred strategy where he would like to win more than 50% of the time. You don't need to win more than 50% of the time to be a successful trader, but for him personally, for psychological preferences, he would like to win more than 50% of the time. 
he would also like to put himself in the position where when he wins, he wins more than he loses. And if you just add those two things together, that's going to equal success. If you win more than you lose, and when you win, you win more than what you give back when you lose, you have a profitable strategy, right? So managing that risk is key. We always talk about risk reward. And Charts are important, right? Because they can tell you based on what we talked about with number one, where charts can kind of give you an idea of if price is to go higher, here's where it's likely to go to. If price is going to go lower, here's where it's likely to go to. We don't know if price is going to go higher or lower, but based off the information that charts tell us, we can put ourselves in a position where we are great risk managers, where we can say, okay, well, if price goes lower, I'm only risking this much. But if price goes higher, my profit target would go somewhere around here, which is going to be two times my risk. Now we're putting ourselves in a position where we don't necessarily have to be right more than we're wrong. But when we're right, we're going to benefit more than what we lose when we're wrong. And if you can consistently do that, and again, if you can have a system with an edge, whether it's above 50% or below 50%, it, it doesn't matter. You, you can be profitable all types of ways. But if you're managing your risk correctly, that's the real game of trading and that's the the most important thing that new traders need to understand so it's an interesting list i'd love to hear your feedback you can do so um these uh, you can shoot me a dm you can uh type it in on the trading coach podcast group message me on twitter type it under youtube page for a comment it doesn't matter i love having these different conversations because every trader is different um every person is different we all have different opinions and I love having discussions, not arguments. And I think this group, uh, especially you Trading Coach Podcast listeners, you guys are really good at having discussions, um, whereas the other parts of the internet maybe is, aren't so good, where they're so stubborn and, and, and fixed mindset based that they just want to argue and yell about their opinion instead of being open to, oh, you know what, that kind of makes sense. Or, hey, you know what? That makes sense, but this. So if you have anything to say about it, let me know. Thank you guys for listening, and until next time, plan your trade, trade your plan. Take care.